If you're a small business owner, you might want to take a look at your books. If you find that you're paying too much in processing fees for all your credit and debit card transactions, give friend of the program Evan Orvath of Tandem Payments a call. He'll be able to give you a free second opinion on your current service merchant provider and point you in the right direction. Tandem Payments, the official merchant service provider of the Black Flag Podcast. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provision away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out, we beat him, so it's all good. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Welcome to episode 58 of the Black Flag Podcast. That fucking bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> Definitely uh, killed her husband. So so we're on episode basically three of the Ronies uh, pand- pandemic going out throughout the entire planet right now. Uh, but overall, it is episode 58 of the Black Flag Podcast. As always, I'm Charlie. To my right is Brad. To his right is Bobby. That's us. Part one. Part one of episode 58. Yes. Eric, uh, we just tried to figure out, there no uh, number 58s besides Eric Goodale on the NASCAR Modified uh, Tour. It, it, isn't there a Whittier? Of a, oh, yeah, David Whittier. Yeah, yeah, yeah he runs a street stock number yeah. 58. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good pull. Other than that, Ben, yeah. ben Tinker ran a, a number 58 Oxford Strictly in like 2002, three. I don't know. 58's just an ugly Not number. recently, basically. No offense to any number 58's out there, but it's just not a, just not a yeah. pretty number. It's not <laughs> sexy, you know what I mean? A lot of round, but then one square. They're, and the, they're uh, big. Takes up the whole door. Yeah, just. I like a big door number, but it, that is a weird number for sure. Uh, so not a, a lot going on in the world still. Uh, Everybody and their brother is playing video games. Yes, and we're all watching it on TV now. Uh, or watching Tiger King. <laughs> Brad sent out that Snapchat earlier. It's like, I, I swear to God, I was never going to watch anybody ever play a video game. Not going to watch them. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Until well, now I'm watching it. Until last Sunday. Nope. Had, like, other than just clips on Facebook, I had never watched an iRacing race. Like, I, I see people go live all the time on Facebook. I never click it. Never watch. <laughs> and then, yeah, last weekend came and I was like, what, what else am I going to do on a Sunday? So I tuned in and it was actually wicked cool. You you tuned in, right, Charlie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, everyone on Facebook was watching, so it was kind of cool. You got to like interact with other people for the first time, even though you're if, social distancing. If someone and, had told me that they were going to broadcast an iRacing race on Fox Sports 1 a month and a half ago, I would have told you to go the fuck outside. I'd have, yeah. I'd have been grossed out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, why? Yeah. Ew. Just, but um, it, they actually have done a pretty good job of it. I think today... Sunday, what is the 29th, whatever it is. Um, the Texas one that they did today was far better than the Homestead right, race yesterday right. or last week. And I'm not, it is kind of cool to watch the no names in the field fillers yeah. duke it out for a win. Yeah. Timmy yeah. Hill. Yeah. Timmy and Ryan Grease battling the, you know, <laughs> beating and banging to the finish. And it I, looked like Dale Earnhardt and Terry Labonte out there. <laughs> Garrett I, Smithley out of nowhere. Yeah, I really yeah. thought Garrett Smithley was going to win last weekend. And, and we talked about it a little bit on 57 with John Miller. Uh, I just didn't really understand how exactly they were going to broadcast it because I was under the impression that no one, like, they weren't going to go to the Fox, uh, the fucking studio. I was. Right, I, right. I didn't think they were going to be in the studio. I thought they were going to be at their own house, just watching it on like a fucking computer. <laughs> and, and then obviously, I tuned in and I, you know, found out right. how they were going to do that. They were actually in the boot or in the studio, uh, which was really cool. And it's it, gotten to the point where even like. You know, a friend of the program, Derek Nealon, he's at his house actually spotting for Tyler Reddick from yeah. his desk, which is wild. It's so, um, it, it's crazy. Like, even a lot of my friends that are, 
either you know loosely in NASCAR or whatever they on Facebook or Twitter today they're like well what else am I gonna do I'm gonna watch I'm gonna yeah. watch the race and they're watching it and they're like wow I can't believe how realistic this is killed an hour and a half yeah I started to listen to last week's Rubens racing with Clint and and uh, Portnoy and Portnoy obviously is kind of for lack of a better term, ignorant when it comes to motorsports. He's like, I didn't even know it was, it was a video game. And Clint's like, it's not a video game, it's simulation. <laughs> He's like, the video game. He's like, no, when you play Madden, you just hit a button and the guy throws the ball. I'm not just hitting a button and a guy turns my oh, car for me. You're, you're driving the shit out of your computer. For yeah, that's, sure. that's yeah. what NASCAR has above all else sports right now is they can do this. Like, how terrible would it be to watch, you know, for Tom nobody, Brady yeah. play Aaron Rodgers nobody, and Madden? Nobody like, wants ooh. to watch LeBron play 2K on the yeah, TV. Well, no, no. Snooze. <laughs> they, they had a commercial today that I believe that they're doing Madden, like broadcasting it. I mean, why not? On Xbox Try or whatever, it. Sometime I just, today. Yeah, I don't think anyone. I can't. Like, who's playing? That's the. But honestly, so say Monday night for Monday night football. If there's a Madden game on TV tomorrow night, I'm probably gonna watch it because there's fucking nothing else. <laughs> but uh, but I the I think the one it's gonna be rough. I probably actually same thing I said about iRacing. I would probably just play Madden myself instead of watching other people play Madden. Yeah, I tried more to, so than iRacing. I tried I think, to figure yeah. out, like, if I, you know, because I, I was the same way with iRacing. I was trying to figure out if I'd actually watch Madden, but I'm, like, I'm not as invested in football. Like, I, I will obviously watch it on a Sunday, but I, I can't imagine watching Madden. The, the difference just, between an iRacing I don't know, and playing a Madden or an NHL or anything like that is when you're, I don't know if, have you ever done it? What? iRacing? Oh, no. No? No. You, you literally have full control. <laughs> I just got you literally have full control over everything that you're doing. You're, you have full control of the car under yellow. You can set your buttons to do whatever the fuck you want. You can look around in the car. It's, it's much more of a, an immersive thing as opposed to just like having a controller in your hand. There are some guys control. that use Xbox controllers, though. And they and scary. fucking suck to race with. Scary. All you see is their wheels going lock to lock in front of you. Or the guy using the arrows on his keyboard. That's a thing. There are people that do and it. I bet it's more popular now. I mean, everybody. I've had three people offer to buy my steering wheel because I talked about maybe selling it to buy something a little bit newer and nicer, and then I saw the price of it. So now, <laughs> never mind. A friend of mine, Tyler Jordan's like, oh, I got this sick wheel. Like I'm faster than everyone he is. He's like one of the fastest cars everywhere we race. So I'm like, yeah, send me the info. It's thirteen hundred dollars. Like Neh. for a steering wheel? Yeah, I don't think I need to quite upgrade mine just yet. I paid like two hundred bucks for mine. Yeah, so. I, I just have like a G27. I think it was like yeah. three hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that, what I at have. the time. I paid yeah. like two fifty four. Yeah. Five years ago, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't wait because I want I want to get into it so bad, but I need to I need to give it a couple months and you start saving. Right, uh, I can't just yeah, go out. By and then it won't be the, by, by then it won't be cool anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But when the next when the next virus comes around, I'll uh, see. I'll it's be the opposite. It's true. It's probably one right coming. Yeah. It's the opposite of stock market right now. Everything's gonna be super expensive. You we gotta wait for it to die down before you. I racing in yeah. liquor stores are just banking, crushing, banking money. Right, and the one that's near my house that my buddy Pat owns, he's like it's been wild. I, like can't even keep up with it. I can imagine. Yeah. No, the one the one of the cool things that I thought about, or what when I watched their quote unquote race today, um, they're actually like inside these people's homes. So you're inside of Timmy Hill's fucking office, I guess you could call it. Like, yeah, the joke like a spare bedroom. The joke yeah. for, the joke for him was he slides the steering wheel and slides the keyboard back in and sells insurance during the week and then slides the keyboard away and slides the steering wheel over to race. Well, the best thing about Timmy Hill is that he. He won the race today, and he has probably the worst setup out of anyone. Like well, out of all, any of those guys, other than it's maybe, at a desk. It's yeah, at a desk yeah. and a computer chair. But I mean, yeah. you got what? Now Dave Portnoy said that Denny Hamlin's rig was like a hundred thousand dollars. I don't fifty four thousand dollars. Might as well be a hundred then. It's, yeah, yeah. Round up. It's a fucking space shuttle. It is. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like holy fuck, bro. But like, when I you, got a fair amount of money in mine. I also built mine, which saved some money. But 
if my computer, all the equipment, and if I had to charge to build that for somebody, it'd be like maybe $1,500, yeah. and that makes me sick. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, there, there, there's not much to just like a regular generic starter kit, I guess you could call it. Yeah, it's but. basically just a seat with a place to clamp the steering wheel. And, like, mine is a race car seat, and I built an actual square frame on the bottom with a round tube frame around it. My steering wheel slides in and out, so my fat ass can get in and out. The pedals are mounted. I hung the pedals upside down so that they hang like a real race car pedal. And then I have like a mouse pad clamped onto the tubing and the keyboard clamped onto the tubing and the monitor's mounted behind the steering wheel. And it's, I don't know, it does the trick, but I mean, the shit that Denny Hamlin has, like I said, it's a fucking spaceship. Yeah. The only reason I ever even had an account is because when when I was in school, Scott Dinnan had his, he had a little setup there. And that's how we basically met. It was like, I just started doing that. And then I went and got a computer and I just plugged it into a TV. And I, that's how I did it. Just plugged into, my desk was literally on wheels. Though so I'd fucking wrecking <laughs> the whole thing. It's sliding across the room. But <laughs> So speaking um, of a local iRacing, friend of the program, Dan Collins, he put on a, a big uh, two-day show at Loudon this weekend. Uh, I think yesterday was Super Late Models and Street Stocks. Today was SK Modifieds. And mini stocks, and uh, I, I saw I saw a brief second of the video, and it, it was the Miatas. Yeah, at Loudon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was Get that it. like a last second change? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope, that was it. That's the best option they have for a quote unquote mini stock. Right. There's several four cylinder variations. If it was me personally, I w- I like the Jettas. Yeah, but I think with the gearing, the Miatas worked the best, and uh, that's the only race I entered all weekend was the Miatas. <laughs> I got in. Right as time trial starts. So there's, I think there was 48 cars trying to qualify, only taking 25. I'm like, I don't have time to do this race anyway because I had to come here and do this with you guys. So I said, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll start in the back of the heat race and see what happens. I drive by 10 cars in the heat race and make the race. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, I guess I have to stay. That's probably and one of those ones where you just go in 10 lengths deeper than everybody else thinking it's not going to stick, and then it does. It didn't in time trials. <laughs> I crashed on my first lap of time trials. <laughs> and, uh, Perfect. So I start uh, 20th in the race out of 25. Passed 10 cars on the front stretch coming to the green because I absolutely nailed the start and never passed another car again. I think I finished like 13th, but it was kind of a shitty race, a lot of yellows. But uh, so it was cool. They had uh, Greg Emerson at Spot Owl Design. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, he wraps Night Owl. Night Owl. Night Night Owl. Owl. He wraps helmets. He offered, um, if someone won all four events, a free helmet wrap. And Max Cookson won the first three and just couldn't seal the deal in the Miatas. That's ah, so second. close. Tough. So close. He's like a professional iRacer. He, he's from around here. I remember him from racing go-karts when he was way younger. I was say, the name sounds somewhat familiar. And I don't know what I've heard. You know, you kind of, once you move on from go-karts, you kind of forget about the kids that were in go-karts. And I never heard from him or about him ever again. And then I saw, like, he won a test in a late model down south from iRacing. Like, he was testing at Myrtle Beach in iRacing's late model. Interesting. Holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> apparently it's pretty good at brad at the, that's your way of racing apparently yeah uh no the last week was crazy so you and i both watched that charlie and yes. i really thought dale jr is going to win that and and you oh, know yeah. everyone was the internet was probably going to break just because no one else had anything to do it's cool that like I, I always talk about the show part of my take that i i listen to every single week and you know they had nothing other to talk about for sports and they actually brought up the i not that they really talked about it because both of them or a couple of them were like yeah i don't really understand nascar um but yeah i mean just hearing all of the i think i think even either pat McAfee's show or the pod one of the two i think they even brought it up because it was, come on it was, down and listen to the pod i fucking love that song <laughs> yeah me too absolute <laughs> heater um but no it was cool because monday the adam stern or whatever on twitter always comes out with the ratings from tv for most races well they actually came out with the 
iRacing ratings, and they had 903,000 people watching Holy an iRace last, last week. And uh, this week, it was actually on certain Fox channels. It was Fox and Fox Sports 1. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't... I don't think it was nationally broadcast on Fox. I think they had other things yeah. to show, but um, there was a lot of them like, yeah. around here, at least. Um, and I know, like, <laughs> Pennsylvania and New York, stuff like that. But I, it, it's got to be well over a million like they might even wild. double it yeah which is why it's such a new concept which is what makes it so c- kind of crazy right so. and it, i mean it helps when you have two like like last week's race was really really good at the end i mean at the beginning it was pretty fucked up because you guys got guys like i don't know how much experience kyle bush has other than like i assume nothing very Jim, little jimmy johnson has guess, nothing yeah. and <laughs> through the grapevine of people who know people trying to get kyle to do that was like pulling teeth yeah really like yeah, dude, just go play video that. games with people and <laughs> he's probably getting paid for it brad brad keselowski used this whole Kovaroni. i saw that as a perfect excuse to that. not do it he's like oh i don't have a setup and borrowing someone else's equipment seems irresponsible at this time like <laughs> way to just just turn this into a yeah it's not my fault i'm not doing this <laughs> a subtle no thank you yeah uh no, because yeah. they even said it in the broadcast today. They're like, for all those that you, you know, yell at us for talking about Kyle Busch all the time, we didn't mention him until lap 100 today because he was right. awful. <laughs> yeah, and it's very cool. It, like, Garrett Smithley and Timmy Hill were, like, cla- I mean, last week, Garrett Smithley was kind of class the field um, for a while there. William Byron's obviously good, but... Jimmy Johnson? Weapon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was he bad at My favorite was last week when he didn't know that they were green and he's going like 10 miles an hour in the middle of the French stretch and the whole field just splits him and he wrecks like 15 <laughs> fucking people. Yeah, it was great. He fit right in with our Monday Night Street Stock League. Right. The, yeah. the be- I think the, the best part, what they did this week, though, is that they uh, limited everyone's reset to one instead of two. So there wasn't a fucking caution every six seconds, but... Um, the same today, today was far, far and above better than last week for yeah. sure in terms of both the racing and the broadcast itself because they probably had a little bit of no time idea, to prepare. Really. You yeah, know, like Steve Myers, who's high up at iRacing, um, he basically said before today was like, "Hey, we had like six hours to put this together yeah. for you people. Like, relax, stop emailing me complaints because I don't want to <laughs> hear it." <laughs> but even even like the video quality of it was far better today than it was last week too. So I'm sure that they and iRacing is known for never stopping improving on anything that no, they do. The, I've been constant. on iRacing for a little over ten years, and f- what it is now compared to what it was is the the last unimaginable. The last time I was on my account was probably four years ago before I came back out here. And even just since then, what I can see in videos and shit, it's far and improved better than even just that short amount of time. There was a lot of wrecks last week that were just like a car would drive through someone and and their whole front end would be destroyed. They would just like keep on going. It would when they would show the replay, it was just, you know, they just completely fucking went through like it lagged, obviously. And this week there wasn't the best feeling is when you're like, oh, you're done. Big wreck. And then you just. You wiggle the internet cord and you just <laughs> blow right through the whole wreck without getting any damage. <laughs> this week it was crazy because I mean it seemed way more realistic. Um, you I, had Ryan Blaney absolutely coming like Ryan Blaney. I guess I I don't think he does eye racing. He all was that much. another one that was he, kind of opposed to it. Yeah, the, as he sat beside Chase Elliott last week and was just getting beers right. for him at yeah. every yellow. <laughs> I listened to his podcast last week and he said that he has HughesNet like fucking satellite internet or whatever so it's not stinks you, yeah you can't yeah. do you can't do <laughs> racing on that and uh so yeah i got not that it was pulling teeth but he wanted to be in the field this week and he went in and just fucking 
dumped Kyle Busch, <laughs> which was hilarious to see. And Daniel Suarez fucking stinks uh, in virtually too. Was he, he the one? He's my weapon. Life. Did he get kicked he's, out for trying to wreck somebody? Yeah. Is that who that was about? He's my weapon of the week. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he he has gone from racing for Joe Gibbs Racing in the number nineteen car, one of the top elite rides that you can get in the entire sport. Loses a ride. Yep. Then gets into the 41. Which still is a pretty still solid fucking ride. car to drive. <laughs> Kurt Busch had no problem winning races. Then gets it? booted out of that to drive the 96 car. Doesn't qualify for Daytona. <laughs> I don't think qualified for... Or, no, he barely qualified for the last race. Or the, I don't the next think he got in by default because they didn't there have There was like cars, 38 yeah. cars, yeah. But he obviously floated around the whole back for that. We're now iRacing on television. And he not only tried to wreck Ty Dillon... But he missed. Yeah, <laughs> on a miss. fucking video game, yes. he missed. Yes, that's quite a quite a fucking drop in status from right. driving for Joe Gibbs to missing Ty Gibbs trying to wreck him under yellow in a video or Ty, simulator. Ty, you Ty Dillon, but you get it. Yeah, he. What did I say? Ted Cruz. Yeah, shout out Andy Austin. You said, you said Ty Gibbs, but oh, same thing. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He won the Xfinity Series championship, no? And he didn't win a he race did. that year. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he won a race that year. Pretty positive. That might be accurate. I yeah. could be way wrong. He did the Matt Crafton. But uh, I, think, I think we've exhausted internet racing because I know all three of us had a homework assignment, or basically Charlie had a homework assignment because he was late yeah. to the uh, party. So, warning, if you have not listened to or watched, rather, Tiger King about Joe Exotic... On, spoiler alert yeah on netflix um yeah we're gonna spoil all of it yeah we're gonna talk about all of it so one so. two three four if you're still listening and you haven't watched it this is on you what a fucking documentary yeah. holy fuck holy fuck <laughs> Crazy. The, like you got you guys had kind of pre-warned me a, a little bit about it like it's it's a bit of a ride which i thought the aaron hernandez thing that was a ride I thought the the fuck with cats thing was alright. I never really watched that, but it sounded like a fucking spectacular Did, show. Netflix must have just been like, just sit on this one. Like we <laughs> yeah. got we got a good one here. What, and then when when the world started to shut down, it's like okay, yeah, release Joe Exotic. Yeah, Holy. that's gonna be that is gonna be the most watched thing on Netflix in the history of the world. It has to be. Holy fuck! Be. I can't believe Charlie didn't just naturally start watching it based off how much how many people on the internet were talking about. Uh, it. That's how I started. I started it last Sunday in. Um, Due to the other person I was watching it with, couldn't finish it until yesterday. Yeah, uh, but holy fuck, yeah. crazy. So yeah. I listened to a podcast about it, and that covered most of it. And it was like, holy fuck, what a story! And I started to watch this, and I'm like, man, this sucks. Like I know, I know all this stuff. Like I've heard all this stuff, but the last three episodes is like, oh, I'm learning new things. This <laughs> yeah. is literally mind blowing. One kid literally blows his mind out. Yes, yeah, <laughs> right in front of like basically on camera. in front of the fat stooge that was the fucking <laughs> campaign manager, and but he didn't. His reaction was, I don't know that. How do you I, react? Did, to how that, do you though? like? What would your? Did I don't you, know. That was so wild to me. Did you hear like the the thing that not? I guess not that it's funny, but he he got uh, the whole thing's hilarious. His his <laughs> his reaction, like not not at the time of the shooting, but in the documentary, he's just like. Yeah, you know that kid was—he's uh, a bit of a jokester. So I was trying—I I didn't know if he was joking. And it's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, no, it's a, it's a Ruger. Uh, it's a Ruger. It won't fire without a clip. As he puts it to his head, pulls the trigger, and blows his brains all over the wall. Yes. <laughs> now he's a jokester. Holy he's a, he's a, he's a bit of a alert, he died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instantly. Yes. Just so everyone in that video, or not everyone, but ninety-nine percent of everyone that they featured in this documentary. Fucking scumbag. Yes. Oh, yeah. Carol Baskin, number one scumbag. Jeff Lowe, number two scumbag. 
I find myself like kind who, of feeling who, who, bad for Joe Exotic a at, little at bit. At the very end, a, a, a small amount, just because he's so fucking dumb. I yes. really think he had good intentions, a good heart. I think he was a good guy, but he had so many fucked up things happen to him that it just. Yes. I mean, how do you stay sane? First off, in the beginning of the series, his dad, at I don't know whatever he was thirteen or fourteen years old, makes him shake his hand in front of his mom. And says, you better not come to my funeral because he told his daddy he was gay. Yeah. Like, first off, that's... The, there you go. I mean, that's what that's what happens when you do that shit to your kids at that age. No. But you, this is exactly <laughs> how that should have turned out. Yeah. Now, mind you, before he says he's gay, you probably wouldn't really super expect it. Other, eh. Would you, though? Well, he, said he, know. he said he knew as yeah. soon as he... Some of the clothes know. that he, he wore were pretty fucking gay, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't know if... I don't know if the podcast uh, that you listened to, Bobby, was the same, but I, I listened, again, pardon my take, uh, they had some guy that has a podcast on it, so I assume so it's the same one. my but. weapon of the week this week is actually the production company of that podcast. It's a Wondery production. Wondery's, all of Wondery's shows are top-notch, A-plus. They're one of the biggest production companies in the world. So they all it was was a part of their series called Over My Dead Body. It came out well over a year ago. I listened to the whole thing. They have now pulled all of the episodes back, so you can't go back. Like, I already listened to the whole series. You can't do that now. And they've now retitled and rebranded it, Tiger King. Uh, and now, like, they're, they're releasing it in episodes again. Like, they're... Can you do that? Like, it, like it hasn't <laughs> happened yet? Yeah, it's like, yeah. You, I already heard all this stuff. If I wanted to listen to it again, you've now made it so I can. I now have to wait for each episode. And then, of course, oh, if you pay for Wondery Premium, you oh, can skip course. the lines and not wait and no commercials. And so they are stooges, and they're my <laughs> weapon of the week. Like, oh, let's... Let's get rich off this again. So, so some of the things that they talked about uh, in the podcast that I was listening to was that Joe told them, because they were interviewing Joe, they interviewed you know certain people that were in, in the actual show. Um, How do you say Joe, his like, real first? Scribe Vogel. Could be. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, his real last name? Yeah, the, yeah, the Scribe, sh- scribe the, Vogel. The Shrinked so, Dinkle. Like whatever he he said was. that he was molested at age five, which makes a lot of sense because a lot of the things that he did were yep. pretty fucked up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> obviously, he was shunned as a kid for being gay, which doesn't help. That's fucked up. Um, and then, yeah, he, he found a love for animals, wanting to rescue them. And uh, he started building this sanctuary based off of, because uh, his brother died. He wanted yep. to, you know, wanted it in his memory. Originally but, was not a terrible person. No. One no. of the things... Yeah, it's definitely a learned yeah. trait. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that they don't bring up in the actual documentary is that uh, he actually had a husband named Brian who was helping him build this this sanctuary. Yeah, they skipped over the first two husbands, actually. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, yeah. So that's weird. This is this is all I gathered. Was he, he had a Thanks. yeah he had a husband that was helping him build the sanctuary that died in his arms of the HIV. At the ho- in the hospital parking lot, like while this whole thing was being built, and they just left all of that out, which obviously is not going to help his fucking psyche. The right. other husband that they also left out is incarcerated for attempted murder. Oh, yep, yep, that huh. one didn't so. have that in my notes, but yep, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and one of the things that was probably the weirdest thing that I ended up learning from this podcast that wasn't really portrayed in the actual uh, docu-series was that he built a sanctuary with, like, all their houses in pretty much the middle of it, so there was no getting out. Like, no. you couldn't fucking you leave. Were, you, you were, were enshrined to... into a cult, and you could not leave. Same with that other fucking Bhagavan there. Oh, yeah. Doc yeah. Antle. He's yeah, a fucking Antle, scumbag, yeah. too. Oh, all of them. They're all scumbag. Everybody, the only... There was two people in the whole movie 
that I that I did feel bad for. The first one was that long haired fucking motherfucker that was running the show. Oh, so we, I have another one. But towards the end of the show, he lost it. Like he yeah, looked he's, uh, bad. They were interviewing him once, and that guy was fucking geeked out of right his mind out, yeah. off of smack. And like I don't feel bad for him anymore. And the other one was the no leg motherfucker. Yeah, like that guy seemed like he was pretty good. Didn't help that most of his interviews he was sitting on the hood of a race car, you know, kind yeah, of yeah, uh, relatable yeah, power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what about what about? He didn't have a bad setup either. Did you see that at the end? He I actually like you camp- say that he got I like s- a little camper in like a, like a like an airport hangar or something yeah. with just yeah. some race cars. I said, to, just don't bug me. I this said to Lindsay, I'm like, that's yeah. fucking awesome. That's, that's my setup right there. Just put me in a garage with a camper. He's got like there's like eight race cars oh, yeah. in there. They're was, all shit boxes, yeah. but yeah, he said like Ford Pinto mini stocks sitting there. Perfect. He said he like got a divorce from his wife after like 23 years, and then they just like they just hand the camera out and he's just living in a camper with but a he's driving around sweet setup yeah, actually. i wasn't mad he's driving yeah. around on like one of those like yamaha spiders or whatever yeah, those three yeah. wheels that's fully wrapped in the joker I'm like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. fucking guy is living the, they, the, the very end they show him at the dirt track too with the modifieds ripping yeah. around i was like yeah i don't hate that guy i well, thought he drove i'm like okay yeah. hey, man <laughs> yeah i mean nah, yeah, just, again just doesn't have guy. any legs what yeah no uh not he didn't he didn't lose him from a tiger which was no crazy. he tried he, to kill himself a zipline no, yeah, zipline oh wait who was the guy that drew oh no never mind disregard that was a different one. the other that the other person that i felt bad for was that girl that got her fucking arm oh yeah, yeah yeah i that, did feel bad so for her so she, was, she, she was she was like the most normal yeah, like definitely she just fucking loved animals i think like yeah like talk about team player like she gets her arm ripped off it's like i gotta get back to work or else the pr from this is gonna be a nightmare was it what was it one week later yeah like five days what a flex by Joe Exotic to bomber put jacket. On the EMS yeah. bombers. Yeah. Uh, Joe, we got uh, this girl got her fucking arm ripped off, and his first move was to throw that bomber on. And, All right, I'm gonna tell everybody before you hear it on the news. One of my employees just got her arm ripped off by a fucking tiger, and the, everybody in the gift shops like, "Excuse me, what?" That was kind of a phenomenal Joe Exotic right there. Yeah, I've been working on it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but that well, was... Some bitches try to kill me. I'm never going to financially recover from this. Uh, I can't do a joke because I haven't been practicing. But uh, How about fuck it? Well, the one of the biggest fucking buffoons in the whole goddamn thing is Carol's new husband. Cause she, oh, he's oh, a cuck. Yeah. She, yeah. What yeah. an absolute cuck. When he started singing to her in the yeah. final episode, the hair on the back of my neck stood up, and I said, I'm going to fucking kick my TV. You get I, off it now. I was so confused at that. That, that <laughs> along with the Chucky doll riding the jet ski were two of the Oh, only that fat stooge. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was <laughs> my favorite part. When I saw that guy's those... the biggest fucking sellout of the whole thing. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Those two like parts of the documentary where the only two times I looked and was like, why are these in the fucking documentary? Yeah, why like is this that guy's the whole reason Joe's in jail and Jeff Lowe's not like pretty much the that whole, scumbag should yeah. have been the first one. Jeff Lowe, like they're all guilty. Every single person in this thing is guilty. Everybody to some that, degree. Everybody Joe is that not, gets a camera point of them should be in jail. Right. Joe yeah. is guilty, but he's the least guilty out of those three. Jeff Lowe, that fat stooge on the jet ski. They all should be in jail. Right. All of them. Every single one of them. But Carol Baskins should be in jail. Right. She definitely yeah. fed her husband to a tiger. Absolutely. 100%. You know, why do you just subtly drop, oh, the only way you could get a tiger to eat a human is you just put sardine oil on them. Cologne. They don't want <laughs> yeah. cologne. Oh. They just drool over yeah. the is cologne. That right? yeah. is, is that right, Carol? That's something someone would say that fed her fucking husband to a tiger. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Jeff Lowe, didn't he, isn't he the one that, didn't he say he actually put, like, cologne on Joe's well, shoes or Joe whatever in that? Joe thought or? somebody did something because that tiger did try to eat uh, his feet, but... Yeah. But according to Carol, that just makes them drool. Right. Yeah. So they just want to lick it. Just yeah. Why sniff would it you know it. that, Carol? Yeah. I don't know, man. But the things that they have. Hey, all you though. cats and kittens. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my it's God. Cringeworthy. Lady. That fucking lady. Oh, the worst. The, the thing I don't worst. understand is, is I was listening. I rewatched like 
probably 15 minutes of one one random like middle of the fucking documentary episode and she was like saying she was going after joe because of his treatment of animals and saying that you know these cats don't belong in cages, and then they pan and to her she, sanctuary, and they're in, like a, they're in a four foot fucking cage. Yeah, yeah. it's like and you're it, you're doing the same but, thing. But hers were even worse though, where like she had like a bowl of like water or food, and it had to stick its head into another smaller cage just <laughs> to, to drink fucking water. And yeah. worse How than is that, this better? She's got over a hundred volunteers because she didn't fucking pay her employees. Oh yeah, the whole thing is a it's a cult. It's a scam. They're all cults. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. People are like volunteering to go to this place. Oh, if you and volunteer for exactly, that's what I was about to say. You volunteer for a hundred hours you're a blue standard if you volunteer for eight thousand hours you are a black standard and then yeah. when you volunteer for nine years here i learn your first name it's like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. and she's saying that like that's a normal okay thing yeah like this person has do- like donated all of their time to you and you don't even know their fucking name oh, she's the absolute worst what a flex by doc Antle riding in on an elephant and then just fucking casually ro- like roams <laughs> bails like- it out into the river yeah. <laughs> Try- trying to produce his own section of the fucking documentary too yeah. like telling yeah. them okay like, i'm gonna walk through the yeah, front door the and then you yeah. guys can come on i want two cameras over there i need one set of lights over here like that guy he's a hustler yeah. uh he's also going to jail because his entire compound was raided like six months ago so yeah. he's fucked. Yeah. yeah, that fucking underrated yeah, that was the one where they f- was the guy that fucking went into the gift store or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I've been here tw- like twice. This, this is week. my favorite place ever. I'll, I'll give him no matter what kind of money to come in. Yeah, it was like fucking something crazy, like 150, 200 bucks to be like a VIP my, or some Mind shit. you, he wasn't by himself. He was with his wife and two children. Like that guy oh, yeah. was, yeah, yeah, like he was had an extra chromosome or something. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That, that was a yikes. I'll pay, I'll pay anything. Another underrated, underrated stooge was that lady that started her, she was in the beginning of the season. She's sitting in this giant yellow sofa with this haggard ass looking dog in her lap. Like this dog looked like it got run over by a fucking truck. And, <laughs> and she's talking about how Doc Antle made her get fake boobs oh, and all yeah. this shit. Yeah. yeah. I did look really good, but I that look wasn't for me. I'm like, holy like, fuck lady. <laughs> yeah, she's talking about like flipping cockroaches off her bread and like yeah. living in yeah. a, you just keep oh, like my dad yeah. just dropped me off and said, Have fun working at the zoo, and that was it. I never saw my family yeah. again. He said, <laughs> Don't fall in love with your boss. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about fucking paying Joe Exotic paying everyone a hundred dollars a week and they would get food off a Walmart truck oh, with expired God, meat? Yeah. Not only that, some fucking But stooge, they did get first dibs. Yeah. <laughs> they did first dibs before yeah. the fucking they, bear did. Some fucking tigers. stooge would uh, he spent fourteen thousand dollars to build a pizza joint in the middle of the fucking park <laughs> and joe exotics using spoiled meat on the pizza <laughs> would you what like the a, they cut to, you, they cut like to, a green bologna pizza <laughs> they, they cut to that the no leg motherfucker and he's like man this is, this is some of the best damn pizza i ever had but were they using the expired meat oh yeah 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 i think i'm 99 sure they were yeah <laughs> like, bro you're eating fucking rotten oscar meyer wiener pizzas and telling you then they said it was good yeah I don't know, man. Like the it, the whole thing's crazy, and like as bad as I do feel for Joe, eh. the whole fact, the whole well, yeah. I mean, like I feel I feel bad that he's the only one in jail. That's like really yeah. it. Yeah, but he's no, he is definitely a fucking scumbag. Oh, oh yes, no. Yeah. The the two two of those both of his husbands who are straight, he he just had to fucking yeah, what a wild world for those two. They like, love yeah. meth. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, well, and he, Joe would like oh Joe basically just for, obviously forced him to be there. There's no you couldn't leave. Like the fucking yeah. the kid from Cali that showed up at 18 just wanted to work at a zoo. <clears throat> fucking Joe just ropes him in, starts like feeding him meth, all these drugs, and then just get buying him anything he wanted. If they make a movie about this and Bam Margera doesn't get to play that kid, then yeah. they, just, oh, yeah. they just did it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just Bam Margera would make a perfect Travis Maldonado. I, yeah. I, I loved the uh, and Preston has to be that fucking stooge on the jet ski. <laughs> 
Yeah, that guy, he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. What was the, what, what was the other kid's name with like one tooth? And oh, that the, was uh, John Finley. The, yeah. What did it say? Privately owned oh, by... Oh, yeah, his tattoo. What a Joe. terrible cover-up. Oh, oh so yeah. bad. So you noticed that, too. They so put, like, bad. a... What was it? A panther or something? Yeah. I thought it was, like, an elephant. They, they did a cover-up. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't... It covered up, like, half the letters. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? Now it just says, like, P-E-X, Joe, <laughs> and then there's, like, a fucking panther head on your dick. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of dicks, he had a Prince Albert with a fucking padlock on it. Yeah. Or Joe Exotic did. <laughs> like, Wild. Whoa. There's just so much... You can't even unpack it all. Yeah, it's no, just, it, it, just an all timer for for documentaries. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I think we pretty pretty much covered everything. We did a pretty not shitty really. Jo- not yeah, really. Well, like, I, I, I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, but like if you if you points that, yeah. if you didn't watch it, it wasn't going to make sense anyway. But if you watched it, you're just like it's us, gonna, just completely scatterbrained about the whole fucking. If thing. you watch it, it's probably going to make even less sense than what we just said. Like, yeah, it was. There's just so much to unpack and. Just layers on layers on layers, and it on got deeper, backstories, deeper, backstories, and deeper yeah. every time. That Jeff Lowe had a, had a solid, real solid idea for the, the world's bus. greatest con man. Yo, the, the bus where he would just have tiger kittens and he would shuttle people from casino to casino. Yeah, why was that genius. a good idea? Th- that's a great genius. idea. You charge someone a hundred dollars to drive a quarter he, of a mile down the road. He said it like didn't work out though. Obviously, yeah, because he got caught with yeah. a fucking tiger cub it, in a suitcase yeah. in the middle of his hotel <laughs> yeah. lobby. I don't think that he had like the the. Fucking! I don't know what you need to have a tiger cub in a in a vehicle or just own one in general. But you I don't need a think permit. He, yeah, I don't the permit. That's thanks. Thanks for that. That's a it's a big poll because I couldn't come up with that fucking simple word. But I'm pretty sure he just didn't have any permits and he just started this business like oh you know I'll just basically be Uber and then he was like oh yeah by the way there's gonna be tiger cubs in the back of it. What? What a move! Holy fuck! What a move they made by going to Congress with the tiger cubs. Oh yeah, so that like they could just get them get all ahead of it. Yeah. yeah. So then when that bitch Carol Baskin goes to Congress, it's like, well, all these people you're trying to lobby with all have pictures with tiger cubs, so they can't do that because it'd make them seem like a hypocrite. Like uh, genius. That's they where outsmart- that Doc Antle fellow was pretty smart too. Outsmarted her in her own fucking yeah. game. And I feel like his the basically the where his whole fucking thing falls apart is at the very end when um, the fat fella just basically turns everybody in and then they have documents saying that, well, Joe has, like, transfer records. Well, I think Joe, this shit Joe that- started turning everybody in, too. Yeah. Joe fucking, he actually, like, the, the girl from PETA at the end went to prison and met with them for two days. Yeah. And he's like, well, if, I, if I'm going down, they're all going down with me. Yeah. It's like, which yeah. is good, good. You know, fuck them all at this point. Yeah. I mean, they're all scumbags. Every single one of them. Yeah. Another untouched on scumbag is that freddy krueger looking motherfucker that was the news reporter oh yeah that was he was the producer of joe exotic tv oh, yeah, there yeah. for a hot minute he was they didn't portray him to be a scumbag oh but, he was oh it's already going viral sure. some smoke show news reporter from kentucky was like oh this guy raped me like four times and didn't get in trouble so if you're celebrating this guy he's a fucking scumbag too yikes, yikes. Yeah. yeah yeah not good uh, oh yeah he, he also looked years of hard drugs yeah that they also were, seems like a convenient time. For I think if you go out. on his Wikipedia page, there's a section under it called drug abuse, and one of it was how he bragged about interviewing George W. Bush while high on crack. Jesus. Good for him. That's a... Not many people can say that, I it's bet. It's probably why he looks like Freddy Krueger. Like, his face is all pitted to hell, yeah, and he's got no in. teeth, no fucking hair. So did he burn the thing down? I think Joe did. Yeah. Because... I, was, I he, don't think Joe did. Well, I, I think Joe just sets, like had someone do it for there him. There was no... I don't think there was any animals in it. Right. I think they threw yeah. like a couple crocodiles that were already dead in there. Right. To like make it seem that way. But he... Because uh, he said... Joe's like, you don't own me. And he's like, oh, I do own you, Joe. Yeah. I do. And then fucking everything burned <laughs> yeah. the next day. Yeah, weird. Like, After he went to the lawyer's office. Well, that was my retirement, Joe. 
Yeah. Well, after he goes to the lawyer's office and he's, I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot how, about that. How the, who, why you would even record that conversation to begin with. Oh, one thing we didn't touch on, if but, you haven't seen it, Joe recorded everything. Everything. Everything was recorded, which is gold for whoever the motherfucker that produced this Netflix show. Like, but he fucking goes to his lawyer's office and I don't know if he had a cell phone hanging out of his pocket or what, because it's at a fucked up angle. But you hear the entire conversation and the lawyer's like, he... He basically owns you with this contract, and if it were to go away, then yeah, just he if you just have destroyed anything. everything, there'd he's be like, nothing there. He didn't say he didn't say that, but he's like yeah. at the end, he's like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Joe's like, I know what you're saying, and then magically it burns down the next, yeah, <laughs> the next, next day. very next day. I don't know. wild, <laughs> absolutely wild. So if you haven't watched it and you just listened to all that, um, did, I think you, you ought to watch it. Did your eyebrow hurt from looking at his eyebrow? Just, did yeah. you see the meme going around? It's like <laughs> what I act. see, and then what exotic Joe Exotic sees, and there's just like four blurry <laughs> rings on the left side of the screen. I, my favorite was the just trying to hang on to life like Joe Exotic's eye ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he had another another fucking stooge was that scumbag that they allegedly hired to kill. Oh yeah, that that's I was trying to think because I had Alan Glover. Alan Glover. 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 I had something. I was uh, I was trying to figure out what the fuck else I had to talk about with this documentary. That's the guy, and, and basically the ending reason they, why Ed, or how Joe ends up. In they jail. definitely framed Joe because that guy was oh, talking sure. about how he fucking hated Joe, and his he, plan all along was to just take that money and go blow it. He yes. was yeah. not going to kill Carol Baskin. He no. went to South Carolina where he lived and went to a strip club and just did a bunch of coke. And but the, then the smart. the whole the federal defense or the the. Well, the federal court's case was that this guy took money from Joe to go to Florida to go and kill Carol Baskin. He also is recorded saying that I never even went to Florida. I went home. So he perjured himself right. in the middle of the court. That just kind of gets blown over and like swept under the rug. That's okay. Yeah. And yeah. The, the whole. Why was he taking a bath? Yeah. yeah, I didn't understand. He just starts washing himself in like this and jacuzzi it was a, tub. It was a gross, it was like a pink, like oh, 1970s yeah. jacuzzi. Yeah, I'll go, like, I'll, you know, I'll go that's what came in trailers back then, oh, I think. I probably go, had a shag carpet around the jacuzzi. I'll go back and say that's the, the number three thing that I didn't understand <laughs> why it was in the fucking documentary. <laughs> but they end the documentary with Jeff Lowe saying he's basically, he... Did I make yeah. Joe say some things while he was recorded? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, but okay, you're the, you're guilty. Like you are guilty. Right. You you entrapped him. You are part you did like he is part of They this. literally ask him, they're like, Did you set Joe up? He's like, Well, I might have persuaded him to say things in a certain way and this, that and you can tell like mid sentence he realizes he shouldn't be saying exactly what he's saying, and he just kinda shuts the fuck up at the end and like I like looks down. That yeah, redhead that girl that's with him. Smoke, smoke show. show. Absolutely. S- dumber than a box of nails. Yes. Absolutely dumber than a box of nails, but ah, smoke show. Loves the fuck. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Loves the fuck. Yeah. You know, and this is another thing that makes that Jeff Lowe a fucking scumbag. He was still married while he started dating this broad, and he choked out his his ex-wife, or his or was his wife at the time, like, got fucking arrested for that. So he was a convicted felon and on then, multiple counts. And then starts banging the redheaded chick. Knocks her up. Who they then go and con a bunch of other people to bang them while they bring tigers into hotel rooms. Good move. Like, if I stay single for much longer, I'm getting me a couple tiger cubs, and I'm going to <laughs> Vegas, baby. How many, hell of a how many tiger cubs do you think are in basements in the state of Maine that Zero. nobody knows about? Yeah, two. There's got like over under. Did 1. you not see 5. that stat at the end? There's like ten thousand uh, tigers in captivity in the United States. How about the like guy? Four thousand in the wild. The guy years ago from Ohio who had all kinds of exotic animals and was like, 
I don't want to be alive anymore, and just <laughs> set him all free and <laughs> shot himself in the face in the middle of his driveway. And yeah. then they just had fucking that was, lions that was and tigers. In it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you didn't, is it, was it true that Joe Exotic asked Trump for a presidential pardon? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> love it. So are we, we done with Joe Exotic? I feel like Trump uh, might I, I mean, I feel like we could just keep going and laughing about it, but there's no point. I mean, right. we, we covered most of the... Because <laughs> just, so, I don't even get it. So between iRacing, Joe Exotic, and the Tiger King, this has been part one. one. Well, I, I got oh, one more oh. thing, just just not related to what we're doing in part two. So I'll throw it in here now. Speaking of Trump, uh, my weapon of the week was uh, I got one couple, more thing, by the way. The couple that drank fish tank cleaner oh and tried blaming God. it. What a couple of Trump. buffoons. Excuse me? You haven't heard about that? No. So there's if you're, this, if there's you're new this, to our show, Charlie is our... Um, late to everything. Yeah, yeah. he <laughs> lives under a rock. Right. <laughs> Patrick Starr. Yes. Um, so Our resident late to the party. <laughs> right. Oh, Johnny, come lately. So there's this anti-malaria medication called hydroxychloroquine, and it is working to help... It, like help people with curbs, coronavirus curbs the the symptoms of corona right so trump used the word chloroquine in a press conference saying hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine whatever could very, you know could, very could small work. dosages yeah could work to help combat the coronavirus has so the potential this, to help yes so this I mean. this like 60 something year old woman was rummaging <clears throat> through a cabinet one day and saw a fish tank cleaner. Which is like 100% this stuff. <laughs> it, in it was chloroquine phosphate. They didn't have the coronavirus. Those are not the same thing. No, they're not the same thing. And they didn't have the coronavirus, which is a big piece of this, which I don't understand. <laughs> they were like, we're going to take this because it's going to keep the coronavirus away. So they're drinking soda one day, and they just put some in the soda to help combat the coronavirus, which they that don't they didn't have. have. Okay. <laughs> they drink it. The guy dies. The other lady, the fucking wife, goes to the emergency room. In throws, critical condition. Yeah, critical condition. Throws up everything that she took and then has the audacity to be like, don't listen to anything that the president says because we tried it and it just doesn't work. What the fuck are you talking about? Who reported that? When did... Tr- Every all N- the media. NBC News, all of the it media, was, CNN, MSNBC. That happened last wild. Sunday, so yeah. you had a whole week I've, to find out. about Not it. even once have I heard about this. Well, that's because none of us watch the news because we're too smart. Well, <laughs> we're we're one each one third of a whole retard. But you know, <laughs> so we're not going to watch crazy. the news. We're not that dumb. Have we even told what our who our guest is? For no, part two? no, no. So we're going to have Bobby Weber Jr. on. He owns Star Speedway, owns an ACT late model team that Charlie's good friend Brian Kruzek drives for. Best of friends. Um, so he's coming in a little bit. He'll be here in a minute. So we're going to take a quick break, but. During the break, I think even though we don't really play copyrighted music anymore, we're going to play you some Pickup Man by Joe Diffie. Joe passed away today due to complications from the old corona uh, virus. The Ronnies. So uh, rip Joe Diffie and uh, Listen here's to this uh, heater. When I was three, drove a hundred thousand miles on my knees Hauled marbles and rocks and thought twice before I hauled a Barbie doll bed for the girl next door She tried to pay me with a kiss and I began to understand There's something women like about a pickup man When I turned 16, I saved a few hundred bucks My first car was a pickup truck I was cruising the town and the first girl I see was Bobby Joe Gentry, the homecoming queen. She flagged me down and climbed up in the cab and said, I never knew you were a pickup man. You can 
set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill and I still wouldn't trade it for a coupe de ville. I got an eight foot bed that never has to be made. You know, if it weren't for trucks, we wouldn't have tailgates. I met all my wives at traffic jams and just something women like about a pickup man. truck on an old chase lounge back then to my spot at the driving show you know a cargo light gives off a romantic glow i never have to wait in line at the popcorn stand cause there's something women like about a pickup man you can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill and i still wouldn't trade it for a coop in the field i got an eight foot bed that never has to be made you know if it weren't for trucks it wouldn't have tailgates i met Jams are just something women like about a pickup man. Oh, a bucket of rust or a brand new machine. Once around the block, and you'll know what I mean. Truck on fire and roll it down a hill, and I still wouldn't trade it for a coupon de ville. I got an eight foot bed that never has to be made. You know, if it weren't for trucks, we wouldn't have tailgates. I met all my wives, the traffic jams are just something women like about a pickup man. Yeah, there's something women like about a pickup man. Fucking heater that is every time. Gotta be top five. Pick up best, my <laughs> best country songs at least. It, That's like anyway. one of my favorite songs just solely because I raced a truck. That was the song they played every time the every pickups time. came out. Yeah. I guess he wouldn't have heard that no. if he's in the truck. Well, I've been there. Pretty say, he's been to Thursday Thunder before. That doesn't yeah. count. I only raced two seasons. <laughs> Anyways, but, part two. Um, part two. Bobby Weber Jr.'s here. Bobby, welcome to the shit show that is the Black Flag Podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I feel like, like I said, I feel like I'm at the Dale Jr. Podcast. Cars on the table here. This is freaking crazy shit. Yeah, it's a three-piece table that's falling apart. <laughs> Only on one side, so it's fine. Yeah, um, it's shaped like an oval track, though. I mean, it's, right. Hey, so, yeah, it's so for those that don't know, uh, who who is Bobby Weber? Um, what do you do? What do you own? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff. Uh, I own uh, Star Speedway, and I own Bobby Weber Racing. <laughs> Yep. Pretty self-explanatory. Who drives? Right, that's who, Bobby Webber. Who drives, <laughs> who drives your American Canadian Tour late model? Um, one of Charlie's buddies, <laughs> Brian Cruzet. Yep, best friend. Yeah, that was yep. the first time Black Flag Podcast reached victory lane on the American Canadian Tour. Was at Oxford last summer. I think I was just walking in as that happened. Yeah, yeah. you were not as happy as we were, but uh, <laughs> no. me and Brad were pretty excited. Yeah. <laughs> you're having a grand old time. Yeah, I think you, you were not. I think thrilled. I think you and Tim saw each other in Oxford parking lot or something, didn't you? 
Yep, that, that, that happened. I think, well, I, I think I remember allegedly Tim, that happened. I think, I think I remember Tim telling me he was going to kill you or something. No, I, we, I, I, I believe we had a conversation. I think it, was, it started heated <laughs> and then it, it cooled off towards the end. But I think at one point I said, "Would you two f a g s just kiss each other or punch each other?" Because I'm tired of fucking listening to you guys. I th- I, yeah, I don't know where I was. I think we were out destroying the Nelcar golf cart at that time. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> they, that they, happens they, too. They, we asked them nicely during the day. I said, "Can we borrow your golf cart?" Like, oh sure, sure. And the next morning they called me on the phone. They're like, "What the." F- Fuck, did you do this thing? <laughs> you guys are rough on equipment. You have wheel damage. I sold Timmy. Timmy is Bobby's son. He's behind us here spectating. I sold him a four-wheeler two summers ago, and I came back seven days later, and the four-wheeler no longer existed. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I think they drove it into a fire pit or something. I don't yeah. know. We just like that fun. Did, did you come to any of our golf cart jumping? No, no. no. But the problem I have is if you need to oh, yeah. you need to move the track like an hour closer to Wyndham. Yeah, but once so, we get the new shop built, you'll be able to just so that I only have to shop. drive twenty minutes instead of an hour and twenty minutes. Bobby but. wants it in Wyndham, right next to his shop. Yeah. That would be ideal. <laughs> really, uh, good luck getting a fucking racetrack in Wyndham. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. yikes! Too much noise. You can just sleep in the new shop when built, though. Yeah, just yeah. pour it up there. <laughs> be good. So, so you you mentioned you own Star Speedway. So it's where I race uh, with my Flappy Bird races. car. Yes, uh, I know Bobby likes it. So how does how does one get into you know doing that sort of thing and all that? I know you have quite the history with the, your family and such. Okay. Um, was, my father bought Star back in 1980 because he always loved Super Modifieds, and back then it was Nesmer that owned it, and he had heard a rumor that they were going to get rid of the Super Modifieds and. So he came home, and he's like, you know that place we go every Saturday? And I mean, I was really young at the time, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, we own it now, and I didn't know what that meant. And he just figured, if well, if I buy it, then they can't get rid of the Supas, you know? So that's how it went it's on. It's a good strategy, and, really. Yeah. And, you know, I so said that was why, I mean, Supermodel Prides probably exist now because of, around this area, because of that decision he made, because him and Jim Cheney were always real good buddies, and... It was just one day they were talking at Jim's house and decided he was going to do it. So how old were you at the time when that happened? Seven. Seven? So I'm, I'm old. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, so uh, I guess later on in life, you what were, what were some of your first jobs at the racetrack? Oh, boy. Cleaning toilets. Doing <laughs> <laughs> the absolute shit jobs. Every, everything you want to do. And, you know, that's what, I mean, I've argued with Tim at times about it, that, you know, you've got to go through it and... But he's doing good now. He's he's a full time welder and everything now. So he, he got a real job. He's he welding. got a real job. You know, it's like, <laughs> he's welding so toilets. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Yeah, yeah. welding toilets yeah. at Star Speedway. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be borrowing money from him pretty soon here because he's he, he's still pray he's still working. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since the last episode, the uh, state of New Hampshire put a put a ban on on doing fun things until May sixth or fourth. So that uh that cancels the bunny brawl, which was your first race, which was supposed to be in a couple of weeks. Cancels our opening night with the Supers. We were supposed to start May second. Um that kind of sucks dick. Now yeah, I think about it, aren't you like not supposed to cross state borders? Yeah. Fuck them. I'm I'm delivering fuel for Spencer, so you <laughs> that's know, right. it's a that's business right. it's yeah. a business purpose. Hey, you're essential. Spencer yeah. needs <laughs> one ten <laughs> <Yeah>, race <exactly>. gas. <laughs> now just tell, just tell the police officer you're doing the Black Flag podcast. They'll understand. Oh, yeah. sure. We're also wait, wait tell, right through. Tell, yeah. them they said it, tell them we said it was okay. Media yeah. and radio is deemed essential because we deliver news about the COVID nineteen outbreak. So <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> There's it's, your news. Don't get it. It's not <laughs> it's not that bad. I didn't die, but don't give it to your grandparents, they might die. Did you get the thing I tagged you in today? I'm telling you, because 
about having it back in December? The Ronies? The, there was, was a story about the same that, thing yeah. that Humphrey posted last. No, this was a new one today because I swear that, he posted it too. I think I had it too, and Pastori had it down when we were in Florida. Yeah, we yeah. all were sick yeah, we all had it. We were on the same time. time. Oh yeah, yeah same you're, time. you're deathly fucking yeah. ill, and we're and all good. But, you, but you don't throw up, right? No, nope. which with I a normal did. flu, like everything you ate since sixth grade makes an appearance at some point, and didn't have any of that. No, no. No, I'm a one-time unconfirmed COVID-19 survivor. Yeah, so. we all are, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. except Brad. No, I think I had it. <laughs> no, you, no, you, I really do. I, I like. I was. You going, might as well. It's the hip thing. Yeah, yeah. right, right. I just want to. I want to. It's in. not cool if you haven't. No, I was, I was talking to someone at work the other day because I, I listen to so many podcasts at work. Like I've talked about on the show, obviously, and th- there was an article from Stanford or something saying that the the COVID-19 was here back in November and all this shit, and that people more likely than not had it, and so. I started thinking, I was like, you know, I hadn't gotten sick. Like, I never get the flu. I never really get, like, a cold. You know, allergies kind of kill me in the, in the spring, but whatever. And back in February, I got, like, deathly ill for three or four days. The only issue is I did throw up. So I don't know what if it was just something different, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say I had it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, it's the hip thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. as cool if you threw up, though. No. We, no. Probably, we probably all got it in, Do- in Dolly's room that night when she was telling us, oh, fuck you, fuck, fuck you. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that was an experience. That was my first Dolly experience. Where, oh, at Augusta. At Augusta, oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. believe you were a part of that. Well, no, they were gone. They didn't. They were gone the night I came up. Okay. Because you guys yeah. all partied well, Friday night. Well, this was, Saturday night. this was post, <laughs> this was post uh, Brian Kruzek and I speaking in public for the first time in front of God and everybody, where we then had to fake <laughs> that we real. still didn't like each other uh, going into the, the episode that we recorded. And then... Oh, we, we, yeah, he was there. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. then we... Then there's like... just It wasn't a very no, big room. we started in the lobby. We started, we started in, the in the lobby. Got kicked out of the lobby because I think it was your son uh, right next to you had, <laughs> had porn going on the lobby computer. <laughs> So, yeah, so there's, just, right. there's just a black guy giving the boots to some girl on the on the Man computer screen <laughs> behind us, and we're all just talking like it's that's that's normal because uh, the, these are our friends, and uh, uh, we were politely asked to no longer be in the lobby. So we all go into now. This was the greatest part. We're asked to leave the lobby, and we go into Dolly's room. Now Dolly, the, Do- Dolly is known for being Derek Griffith's spotter. Correct. She's correct. part of the whole DG12 yep. team. Has been for I I, I guess forever. Now, her room was literally the first room in the bottom hallway right next to the front desk. Where you had just so, gotten kicked where out. Where we had just gotten <laughs> kicked out. <laughs> so it's not like we went up like three floors and then like owned the... No, 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 no. It was literally right next to the desk. Yeah. Now, it's not a very big room. It's no. a, 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 just it's an a average standard, hotel room. Yeah. It's supposed we to be here. We had 20 people oh, in there. Oh, at least. Bare minimum 20 people in there. And um, she she... Was you, interesting. You were trying to shazam what she was saying. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> she she was saying what what I was told were words. And I'm shazam is sh- the thing you hold up to the radio and it tells you what song's playing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was also drunk. Yeah. <laughs> One does not simply do a car show in Augusta, Maine, yeah. without being obliterated for no, the entire the, weekend. So, for <laughs> the, those that have never been to Augusta, Maine, the only two things to do in Augusta on that weekend are go to the race car show. Go to the hotel across the street and, and get drink. fucking smashed at the 99 and then go to your hotel room and fucking with 30 people in it. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> That's so a word. You your car won best of show at that uh, that car show. Yeah. It was on some, like, turntable shit. Yeah. That was yep. pretty wild. Yeah, that was that was Artie's idea. You know, it was a lot of work for Artie, and he's done. A, he's worked hard all winter and everything, and then 
we didn't want to win anything at the Portland show, so we brought the old clam down and. That was the weekend I had the COVID-19 because I, I never I, made it to Portland I, I, Car I Show. I pulled into the show right next to McKagan. He's like, oh, can I just bring this weekend? I'm like, oh, we just brought the old one, so we, we, we didn't want to win nothing or anything. <laughs> Humble <laughs> brag. Yeah. Steve, Steve's doing the awards, and he's like, oh, best of show, you know, number 19. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and Even your like, B squad is better than well, everybody else. Well, anyway, Steve's, Steve's like, get your whole team up here to take your picture. I'm like, they all fucking went home because they thought we weren't going to win nothing. <laughs> now, like, oh, now mind you, the comparison of these two cars is one is a brand new car. I don't think there's even a used bolt on it nope uh who to build that dale 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 yep. shaw race cars act car brand new best of the best everything has a G, uh, gen 6 body on it gorgeous car was on a turntable had like this super extra fucking setup going there <laughs> it was super extra it was super extra <laughs> and then uh the your other car is just a regular it's, it's, plastic I mean, it's, fender. it's it's a good car had, too. I, I mean, think it still had wheel marks on it at the Port- <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> portland show because we had just there was just one we didn't really do a lot to it and we couldn't bring the good car to Portland because we had put the motor and everything in it then, and it was just too heavy for the turntable. So we said, oh, we'll just load up the... You, you could have brought it and not put it on a turntable. Uh, <laughs> well, you heard him. He didn't want to win the show. I did. We, we, yeah. Because, yeah. So some of those guys take that pretty hard when they don't win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Car shows are stupid. So, so, so uh, you go from being a seven-year-old scrubbing turlets <laughs> yeah. at, at Star. So what? how does... How does that progression come into you basically having the the, the biggest baddest modified series in the the North Super right modified, have so, some yeah, fucking respect. Right. Come is on, it not a modified. Now. It's a super modified. Man, I can see why Brian thinks <clears throat> you're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Gonna, that's it. You guys better race together. He, he's gonna fucking stuff you hard. <laughs> it's already happened. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do it again just for a fucking reminder. All right, get him a get Brian a sports series car for your off week. We'll do it. <laughs> Didn't you just say he had two act cars? Yeah, just put some fucking street stock tires on yeah. it and come raise yeah. the <laughs> So now, so it, it did it. You know, I mean, I did it all through high school, all through college. I I went to college up in Norwich in Vermont, and I still was racetrack up. management your major. <laughs> no, it was hotel and restaurant management. But Same thing. Hospitality. I, I came yeah. home De- I dealing came, with yeah. the public. <laughs> exactly. Which, as you've Shitty. seen, as you've seen sometimes, is it my top thing? But I did. I came home, worked allegedly. every weekend. Yeah, allegedly. And then I um, I left the business for a little while. In um, what a magical time Star Speedway was in like the late two thousands when the showstopper <laughs> took yeah. over and yeah. tried to change it to all Star Speedway oh, yeah. and painted everything pink. but the pavement fucking pink and highlighter yellow. Yep. Excuse me. The what? whole all the walls <laughs> were like highlighter yellow. It was wild. Oh yeah. I, a lot I, of people I, did not get paid to race their cars in those years. <laughs> really? Uh, see, I, 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 I had honestly, <laughs> I had honestly never been until. Yeah, spoiler last year, alert: year the Weber family ended up with the racetrack. Yeah, back. I yeah. see that. I see that. Yeah. So um, then, you know, it's. I had left the business for a while, and I had started my own company, TJ Co. You know, a, a hardscaping company. I was doing real well with that, and then my father got diagnosed with cancer, and I came back to the business, and I put my own business aside, and said, oh, I'm going to do this, full bore and everything. And Bobby and I raced at Lee together in the 350s. We both did really. We both yep. did. We did. Out of all we, 10 of us, yeah, we, Bobby and Bobby battled for ninth every week. <laughs> we, we, had a hell, we had a hell of a race for that ninth spot. That was, it, but we had a lot of fun, and I decided, because the 350s had been started by my father and Randy Whitcomb, and uh, then there was some, some issue. They ended up at Lee, and I decided I'm going to bring these things back to Star and I think we started out at style with the same thing, nine or ten of them, and 
Last year we hit the 29 car mark, you know, which I was hoping we would hit 30 at the Classic, but one guy decided to stay home that runs that other series that's trying to compete with me, but <laughs> could have made the mark, but oh well. Didn't miss them, don't need them. 29 cars was a great field, nonetheless. <laughs> um, yeah, we had... Last year, the smallest field of 350 Supers we had was 17, and that was opening night. Uh, we had 21 the last night of the year. Figure you could probably expect that again this year, if not more. If you could get the thing with this 350 Super Modified deal, my whole life, the cars are out there. You just got to get everybody to come to the racetrack on the same day, and we'd have a pretty fuck of a field. But but it's it's like you just said, though. 18 is like the perfect number for its star. It gets, yeah. it gets yeah. crowded fast with more than that. Yeah, even last year, the Star Classic, I think... Sent seven guys home, 22 started. It was a 60-lap race, and was there two red flags? And yeah, well, there was had, a huge wreck in yeah. turn one. One kid almost got upside down. It was it was a long enough race that when me and Rich Eaton got together and spun to the grass and almost brought out a yellow, the flagman what-the-fucked us for, like, three straight laps. <laughs> like, just get this race over with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it it's it had, the class has come a long ways, though, and it really is one of the best classes around, and... That along with the Woody Streets, I mean, the streets, those two classes are the best around, and those two classes are the reason we're not NASCAR anymore. (laughs) As stated on episode 57, you tried to make the street stocks the number one NASCAR class because they have the most cars, and NASCAR's like, no, 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 you don't get to do that. (laughs) NASCAR didn't care for that. Well, they... They just they said that's not the image they're looking for. Hey, we want in, you to have a field of six late models to be your A class, well, in, like down south. We went to the we went to the meetings in Florida, and their new campaign this year is grassroots. So I'm like, well, what is more fucking grassroots than and street stock? Seventy thousand dollars here for late it, model. Yeah. No, well, that's yeah. exactly the point. I said, <laughs> no, no, I said eighty thousand dollars late model stock that's two seconds slower oh, than a super late okay, model. Okay. And, and that was my exact point, though. Like Charlie said, I said. Uh, an $80,000 late model is not grassroots. And what the problem is, they don't see any races that we do. They every, Everything comes out of the office in Florida. And, yeah. But, All they want is to make sure that the, the package of 4,000 stickers is on the right front fender yeah. in the victory lane pictures, and that's it. And so, you know, we came home, and I went down there. The biggest reason we went to talk to, to Florida was to talk to the people who wanted to talk to me about changing divisions or whatever, and... They completely blew me off, and because I'm not one of the ones I don't participate in the dog and pony show, I ain't going to be on your fucking leash. You know, I was going to say you probably <laughs> showed up just like you are now in a sweatshirt and jeans. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if you don't like me, oh well, I don't, you know. And so as you saw when I got back, I said, "I." It's the Joe Exotic of racetracks, <laughs> <laughs> minus yeah. the earrings so, and know, the crimes. <laughs> and you know, and then Russ Nutting called me, and he Russ is a pack rat of everything. He. Says, well, apparently, I can't do his drawl there, but you know, he reminded me that in 2005, the street stocks were the NASCAR division and everything, and that Rob Wilcox had won a level two national championship before in the Supers. And he, so I was kind of like, I think I had already told them, though, to stick it by then, anyways. But it's, we're going to be better off. You know, it's, I'm going to do it my own. I didn't have to buy a NASCAR license, so I'm no, $200 richer. No, and it's one of those deals where you, you're going to have a star. <laughs> you're going to have a star license, but unlike that one, all the money is going into the point fund. You know, it's like, well, I'm planning on paying out. Last year, they did 15000 The way I have it figured out, I'm planning on paying out 37000 this year in point fund money. So Just keep up in that fourth better. place in points check because that's <laughs> yeah. where I finished. Everybody's going to be so. a lot better off, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good deal. You know, so things are looking good. If you've never been to Star Speedway, you got to check it out. I mean, I'm not just saying that because Bobby's here. I pump up Star Speedway every other week because that's, that's the deal we have. It's a little, it's a little quarter mile, just 
I, I don't know. It it's, just it's, it's a. It looks like a. I don't know. Just like a blast to race every time. It's a, you're up on the wheel, fucking slip it, and sliding, and it's everybody's. Old, it's. I mean, I'll admit it's old. It's worn out. It's. But it's amazing how much grip it does. It has have. a ton of grip, yeah, but yet doesn't wear tires out. Right. I mean, our tires. We have a two tire week rule with the supers, but. Most weeks you're buying one, and then yeah. some weeks you're like, "Man, this right rear has got like eighty percent of the rubber <laughs> left in it. Why am I buying another one?" Right. And, and before my dad died, I had talked about it to him, paving the whole place, and even Russ Wood, who has been good friends with my family for a long time, one of the greatest you, super modified drivers out of New England. He ever. said you cannot pave Star Speedway. He goes, "There's bumps, yes, there is, but no cellar paving's done a lot to take out a lot." Yeah, of there bad. used to be a big washboard coming out of turn two, and that was my best spot of the racetrack. <laughs> I could beat anybody through turn two, and then he fucking went and paved it and yeah. took it all away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but so then both of them said, "You know, my father, he would he'd never say no to me, but he said you can do it." He goes, "We'll see." But you, he goes, <laughs> hey, basically, yeah, he goes, "You can see." He goes, "You could go from having a good two groove racetrack to all of a sudden having." A one groove follow the leader place and russ said the same thing and so we haven't done it and probably won't do it i agree don't please yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> so other than paving the racetrack what what are your visions for star moving forward i'll just keep working on you know the past two years i've done the lights myself with put all new led lights and everything and i never realized what a big difference it did make until i watched some of the older videos well that's what i was just about to say you go back and you watch the old channel one videos from like the late 80s early 90s and they you can't see the backstretch of like we're like oh there might be some cars back there and it's a quarter mile it's not like it's a big place but still it was pretty dark and we have have one pole left to go down in turn one and we're actually we're going to start working on that probably hopefully next week yeah, we're not supposed to be working, but we're going to be. But it's an essential business. I won't tell it's anybody. <laughs> so, no, but do some more work in the pits and everything, and Nocello is going to come up and do a little bit more here and there. Every time you pave any part of that racetrack, I go worse and worse. It, it, it's a, it's a, it, the place is fast, though. I mean, I think last year, who who's on the pole? Abel was on the pole. I think he was at a 10-8 or something for the pole yeah. in the classic last year. Even the is, small block cars, is, I think Mike Collins set the pole like a 12-0. Yeah, no I mean, one's it's, gone it's that fast, fast there yeah. ever. Nope, so... So, other than racetrack owning and improving the racetrack, are you, with the 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 late model team, are you guys doing a full act schedule? What are you doing? Yeah, we um doing the full schedule for the ACT. Then um, we'll do something for the two hundred and fifty. I don't know what car I'm gonna buy or what I'm gonna build or whatever for that. But we'll do something for that. I'm hiring. I'm trying to working on hiring another new driver for the. I was getting out of TQ racing, but. Which was his fault, Bobby's fault. That I get. Yeah, into but you that. fucked that whole plan up because no. I was supposed to drive it. <laughs> yeah, but then I, you bought I, it, and then yeah, we stopped talking. It, it was it was you and Tim's fault. I even get it. I think we were in Atlantic City like three uh-huh. years ago and drunk, and said, "Oh, this would be an awesome idea." Next thing I know, I have Justin Bonson calling me saying, "Oh, do you want to buy this whole team?" And I'm like, "Well, I guess so." <laughs> <laughs> so then, no, but I was getting out. We're gonna hire a driver for that. That is pretty good. And then, obviously, most people would you know, would you like to tell us who? Um, no, he raced this year. He crashed the first race, and they didn't end up racing. So, but we're gonna. Well, I didn't crash. Did you? I think that guy made some stickers for me. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so yeah. he, he's gonna do some racing for us, and then most people know we're gonna build a new modified for Woody to go to New Smyrna with next year. That's Woody Pitcat, in case you don't have a brain and didn't put that together. He's pretty yeah. not bad at the whole racing thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah he's, he's one of those ones that like you'll read like at Thompson. Him and Brian had. They were battling hard and everything, and after the race, they're reading online and everything about, oh, these two are going to freaking kill each other, this and that. 
as they're sitting in my camp and drinking beer and everything together, like, wow, this is pretty funny, huh? <laughs> yeah, so that's Thompson World Series weekend last year. We were watching on Fans Choice. Well, we got fucked. Like, yeah, like you said, <laughs> uh, your driver, Brian Kruzek and Woody Pickett had a fuck of a battle just banging into each other sideways up the track, door banging each other, and I'm watching it, and me and Dad are like, fuck, these two are going to kill each other, like you just <laughs> said, and... And then, uh, you know... They take again. each other to the edge. They, they yeah, nobody crashed, nobody each wrecked other. each other. Is this the whole wheel at the camper incident? No, that right? was Rick Payamon. You had to bring that up. Oh, yeah. I still got that wheel. It's going to get delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Through the driver's side oh, window. That was Oxford, wasn't it? No, that was no, Thompson. That, was that, it? Was that, it? Was, that was Thompson. Oh. That was Thompson, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I don't care that new Dale Shawcock can go 10 rows deep in the grandstand with him if they want to go that far deep. That doesn't sound cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's what Dale Shaw's in business for, build new cars. <laughs> I can do it, can he? Uh, you can do it. Not fuck you want, apparently. Just let us know so we can be there. Yeah, I just want to watch. I like, want to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll sit I'll, specifically in row 10. I'll bring my fucking glove with you, me. You knew, sure. you knew it was bad at Thompson when we are in the infield and... It happened and everything, and Tim's yelling. I had to tell Tim, shut the fuck up. You know, and then it's like, <laughs> but then I can see that. My, 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 my wife, who doesn't say a word to anybody, it's like all of a sudden I hear her telling Paya's wife or whatever, why don't you shut the fuck up? And I'm like, holy shit, that's my wife. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And then they came in the pits and. The same lady was right in the window to Brian. I'm like, oh, this is going to get ugly. Because she drove the car. Yeah. 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 But it is what it is. And, you know, I mean, Brian did, that one wasn't his fault, but the second one, the, another Canadian there that he put <laughs> up and turned to. That's the day. biggest problem with yeah. the American Canadian tour <laughs> you know, is the Canadians. One, that, 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 that one was Brian's fault. You know, the kid, Brian said, well, you wouldn't pick a fucking lane, so I picked one for you. You know, it's like, all right, well, whatever. Making more, more, making more friends. <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> yeah, shit happens. But it'll be a good year. It took me about 30 seconds of talking about that incident with the steering wheel thing or whatever to realize that I was watching that and did know what we were talking about. Because I was just sitting here just going along, like trying to figure out what happened, what happened, what happened. And then I was like, oh, yep. And no, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a steering wheel. It was a it wheel. Was wheel. Oh, wheel. Oh, it was, oh, it was a wheel? wheel? Oh, yeah. Like oh, a, I thought, they right. took their wrecked well, it, wheel and left it, it on the doorstep of his camper. It, it used so to I, be I a circle. I believe it was a taco. By the I didn't see that. like a triangle. I didn't see that that whole incident that carried past the race. I remember watching the race and that fella coming down. Yeah. Out of two or he did turn left in the middle of the straightaway, and yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, that was, it's uh, like driving down two ninety five. If there's a guy at your left rear and you change lanes, the guy's probably going to spin you into the guardrail. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, you got to, you know, like Brian said, what was he supposed to do? Lift, and you know, then it would have been him in that position. But oh well, no. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way to bring that up, Charlie. You that, yeah, I know. Yeah, bring, it's always my did, fault. Did it bring up memories? It's always my fault. No, All right, just checking. <laughs> I've never got. That's a how all this started, you know, man. That really space. was because the first the first text you sent to me was, "Hey, I think it's hilarious that Charlie talks shit about Brian. We want Black Flag podcast stickers for all my cars. Yeah. So, you got it. They're in my backpack. So, Come find me. So. Now, now you're on the pit car, the race car. The it's a big one on the pit. Oh yeah, the whole deck, the whole deck lid of the ACT car. Yeah, yeah. The new yeah. one, I think. Probably the old one too. Then, right? then, you, then you guys had to go wreck it and make out and shit. It's fucking mean. Well, we didn't make out. Well, you'll be, you'll <laughs> we pretty, spoke you'll, to you'll each other. I, I thought I just learned something. <laughs> you're, you're pretty close. Yeah. The problem is Charlie was forced into liking him when he bought Rusty some tires to go to Beatrice. Yeah, that had nothing to do with me. It was the no, but you did give him. You were the one that was like, "Hey, he's a real he's a real racer, and I respect that." And that's oh, where yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. the old tide started yeah. to turn. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, actually looking, I was listening back to that show and I heard it and I was like, "That happened so long ago." I didn't that know was a while ago. I didn't. I didn't know Charlie said that. Huh. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about it yet, but next week's going to be a best of show. 
Yeah, Brad. Oh, yeah. Brad, it's all his stuff. This is his house. He's not going to be here, so and he won't no. let me and Charlie do a show without him. So, oh, I, I, mean, I mean, to be fair, would we know want. how? <laughs> would we know how? Yeah. We could talk. We just it might not get recorded. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> We'd have to do our first YouTube video of just cell phones because we don't know how to use your fucking laptop. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you should show up to uh, Beach Ridge in, with a sports series car and uh, have Brian wreck Charlie again. Well, he's already done that, so why don't I get to wreck him in a late model? We can do that. Too. Yeah. You want to drop my other one? I'm down. Just take the nine off of it. No, yeah, there you go. You don't even have to yeah. buy lettering. You <laughs> yes. just have to subtract That's lettering. cheap. And you guys don't have to go fight or fight after Exactly. Nothing. We're right there. Just do it right in the trailer. I'm all in. I'm like, down. Just yeah. again, let me know when, and right. I'll be there. You just—you already said you had two cars. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, sounds like you're going to need four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now what? Are we going to do the schedule it with Tim when you want to do it? Tim, <laughs> actually, Tim. He, wait, oh, wait, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> He's not our made-up producer. That's in the other room. Yeah. This is actually I mean, Tim. Could be. This is the actual Tim. What do you know about producing a terrible podcast? <laughs> He's a welder, remember? Perfect, more than that. <laughs> Weld, welds toilets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so despite all of the Coveronis and bullshit, let's talk about what's upcoming this year at Star Speedway. I mean, um, like I said, obviously we're going to have to do some schedule adjustment with the first couple weeks there. But Can I still go to Oswego on July 4th? <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't go to Wiscasset. I'm going to Oswego. All right. Because if you're going to Wiscasset, then, was, then I was going to book him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you telling me? What are you censoring me now? I'm just... Fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I was aiming for. <laughs> it's all going to come to a head on June 6th anyways. What happens on June, June 6th? Because the fucking meathead scheduled against us. I mean, it's the Jen Gallen Memorial, one of the biggest supporters of 350 Super Racing, so you go and schedule a race against them at Riverside? I think your racetrack will have more Super Modifieds right, that see, night. See, now you get me all fucking mad. I said I wasn't going to do that to you. I'm sorry. As long as I don't stroke out. We didn't say anything about that, did we? No, it's all me. Let me just... (laughs) Did we agree to anything? (laughs) It's Bobby Pounds. So so should we decide you're going to Oswego? July 4th, right? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. (laughs) Wait. It's very foamy. I see that. You need some uh, hydroxychloroquine. (laughs) Right in your beer. Yep. Stop it. Right. No, so, yeah, what, back to what, your racetrack yeah. and your schedule. <laughs> well, that did pertain to my schedule. After I got you all wound up. Yeah. I think that was directly related to his schedule. Yeah, you know, it definitely yeah. was. Because my schedule was out back in November when we had our first meeting there. I told you know, some people like, that. Yeah, you know. Had to straighten some things out. I guess you got to do some things in fucking Braille or something for people to read them, but, you know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an electric interview. <laughs> but, um, you know, so... We'll, so now your opening night is, is May eighth. We hope. We hope. You know, hopefully all pack this. the track night. Ten dollar admission. Grand Estate Pro Stock Series. Talk about a show. Is those things? Um, well, as John Miller said last week, they get pretty good car counts. I think they're a real good car count this year. Actually, yeah, yeah they yeah, got a yeah, lot of guys so coming to it, and it'll be. It's going to be a challenge that day with loud and running. Yeah, every but, racetrack in New Hampshire is going to open that day. I guess. You know, so. Like I told you before <laughs> we started this, I, Chris, Chris and I had a moment where you know it wasn't very friendly for a while, but then. Ten minutes later, I called him back, and I said, all right, you know, I said, now that my mother's side of me has come out, and I'm in a better <laughs> mood now, I, we, let's talk about this, and we're going to work together. He's going to try to do everything he can to get stuff that would run at Star Street Stocks and stuff like that done early in the day so guys can get out, and we'll start, maybe we'll start at five instead so of May, four. So May 8th, Saturday, go to Loud and then go to Star. I think, what's it, a half-hour drive? Yeah, at the most. You know, it's a, you can make That'd it. That'd be a hell of a fucking day. Jesus. Sounds you know, like we should do it. It's because it doesn't sound like we're going to Martinsville anymore. Yeah, yeah. true, yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know you guys open up the following week 
yep, on the sixteenth with you know the late models run again that day. So and um late models should be better this year. I mean we last year was weird. It was a kind of a down year, first year going to a NASCAR sanction for them. You know, the year before we had ended with nineteen of them and then last year we averaged like a, a dozen. I don't know why. But I mean I was worried that was one of the divisions I was worried about when we announced it. We weren't going NASCAR. Because Hedges, who you park right next to, they basically drive by Seekonk every week. And they were the first call I got, though. And they're like, nope, we'll still be at Star every Saturday night. Don't worry about the NASCAR thing, which was good. Jay Sands, you know, he'll be back. There's a lot of guys that are coming back, and there's some new kids. And even, like, one of the nights I went up, it was early in the season. There was probably 10 or 12 cars out there, like you said. And they put on a fuck of a race to the point that I ran my race, probably sucked. I don't know. Came home, got drunk, and was sitting at the bar looking up the ACT rules, trying to figure out how I could turn a straight rail super late model into a perimeter late model so that I could race the Actor <laughs> races at Star on my off weeks. And, and it goes back to what you what were saying before, though. That is the thing with Star. You can't get away with doing a good race, even if you do only have 10 or 12 cars. If they're 10 or 12 decent cars, then you can have a real good race. So, And then, of course, we, all, we have the SBM race again this year for the Modifieds. Except this year, instead of being 125 laps, it's 121 for Tim, who's turning 21. I can't wait to have, have a that. beer with Timmy for you, the you, first time he's yeah, ever we, had a beer yeah, in his life. And we are going to have a party again. Like we had, you were at his 18th one there. Uh-huh. So we're going to have another good party like that. And, um, yep, Timmy's 18th birthday party. Um, the police showed up, <laughs> and I went to the DJ and requested <laughs> Fuck the Police by NWA. And. Uh, he wasn't the same color as us, and he's like, "Bud, we probably we probably shouldn't be doing this." <laughs> that's, my, that's my sister-in-law's husband. <laughs> but he's, he's like, cool. he's like, I appreciate it, but we probably shouldn't yeah. be doing this right now. As the cops yeah. are like, it's like four in the morning. He's like, you guys need to yeah. shut it down. Well, that's what that? turn it up. What? Yeah. what? Yeah, I think okay, Florent. One more song. One more song. I, I think that was one of the famous weekends. The next Saturday, somebody came to the ticket booth to my mother because she sells the tickets and said oh there's some assholes out there in the parking lot until four in the morning she's like yeah that was my son what's the problem it's <laughs> <laughs> like okay then <laughs> so it sounds like star likes the party that's yeah that's what i understand so far. and i've said it before on this show the like i've raced a lot of racetracks and i've raced a lot of divisions but like star the supers the people like maybe it's because nobody knows me because i'm that weirdo from maine but like i generally have a good time at star yeah like he just said uh, josh hedges uh, parks next to me in an ACT car. I didn't know these guys at all, and like we're all best friends now. Yep. Like, they they sat me at their table at the banquet. Like he he called me. He's like, I, or he texted me. He's like, I want to reserve next to you. Are you going to be in the same parking space next year? I said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You got all worried at the banquet because the champions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I told that I told yeah. that story earlier after that, and uh, yeah, my dumbass who finished fourth in points at the super modified points gets put at the best table in the entire place. I'm like. Geez, are you are you sure that's my table? They're like, yeah, you're with Hedges. I'm like, oh, that makes sense because you won the late model championship, <laughs> right? And then some of the other big races were. I don't know what I was thinking when I booked that 125 lap ACT and 200 lap pass race on the same day, but that'll be a hell of a show. It's it's it will be, and it's one of those things where we moved from having the pass race at the beginning of the year, like we always traditionally had, to try and do something in the middle of the summer where it's a big show where they weren't having the loud one middle of the year this year and. 
I think it'll be a better 200 lap pass race than you would have seen at Loudon anyways in a 100 lap race or whatever. That pass race that you traditionally had in the springtime was the reason all my friends from Maine watched me step on my own dick and flip coming to the green in the heat race because uh, they were all there yeah. for that race. That is they, an unfortunate time to do they, that. They, yeah. they, put on, they, <laughs> yeah. they put on a good race at Star. They really yep. and Pro stock races at Star are yeah. badass. There was one a couple years ago, was it when Benji and Mike were just Beating the shit out of yeah, I think Travis other. Benjamin was but involved too. Yeah, it was a, it was a good race though. It, it was no, they always just do good. And then of course, the end of the year we have the classic for you guys, the Randy Whitcomb Memorial, and we have the. I gotta go to that. You well, do. I gotta go to that. I can't skip your glorified yeah. street stock race. It yeah. features that night and come to Star. You know this is <laughs> you know then of course the big classic, the Bob Weber Classic. Uh, but this the year, Masubers. for you guys, it's the last running. Not the last ring on the class, but the last one named for, for Randy. Randy, Wickham. Randy passed away in a super modified crash years ago, but like he said earlier, Randy was one of the innovators of the small block super class. Started at Hudson, right? Yeah, it started at Hudson. Dad, Which they, Hudson, the last episode we had John Miller on, and we talked about how Ben bought the racetrack. Your dad owned Hudson before Ben bought it. Yeah, he bought that in 1980. I'm mean, sorry, 1989. And I remember the day he bought that was like... What the hell are you thinking? Because <laughs> he had never even been there. He, he, <laughs> Sight unseen. He bought it. Perfect. He bought it on the phone because he had heard Red McDonald was going to buy it, and he was having no part of that. Red McDonald <laughs> so, used to own Lee Speedway. Yeah, and so they, at the time, they were kind of in a they they were best friends for a lot of years, and then they went through a phase where they didn't really speak and everything. And one thing I've noticed is that racetrack owners tend to have very interesting relationships with one another. Oh, for they, sure. Yeah. I I try I try to get along with most, but it, and it's like, but you say it can be. And one I, on on one hand, you want to work together right. to promote what you're doing. On the other hand, you are literally direct competitors for what you're. And it is, and it's like there's there. there's really no loyalty. Like we were kind of just talking about with that reschedule, that thing there. It's you know, it's how do you work with somebody? Then it get kicked in the dick but yeah it is what it is and it's what you're up against in the industry i mean here in new england you only have so many weekends to do and, and that's right. what ha- that's what's happening with this year especially but I mean, yeah this fake virus that's putting, going putting, around has now fucked all the racing schedules put, putting what charlie said into perspective though but working with track owners you know we won the race at oxford last year the act race and we had to get brian out for the pass race and they ended up starting us last because we had to go to the scales and everything and following week i went to lunch with tom and chris Machad, and i said you know i said tom you know when we come back you know can you do me a favor can we put like the street stocks or something in between the act and and he looked right at me and said you know what we can do you can leave one of your fucking cars at home that sounds about right i was like whoa wow then I, I am shocked yeah <laughs> and it was just Jeez. it was like so charlie sad. called tom mayberry a cunt on this show and tom was looking for us at yeah. one point this, <laughs> summer, this past and, summer and i, I said and he I, can kind of be one <laughs> and i get along real well with tom but that just it was like it shows that there's days when <laughs> doesn't matter who you are or how much you work together you're not getting no special treatment Shit, now my price to rent there next week. <laughs> but yeah, now it's Oxford disregarding the Coveronis and just still doing track rentals. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. And then, so just guess, don't bring 10 people with you. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. And then we'll end the year with the Nationals, which we have every year, and for the street stock, 75 laps in the Halloween Howler. And that'll be the year. The Halloween stock. Howler is the biggest enduro in the world for some reason. It continues, <laughs> like, enduros usually get 40, 50, 60. This one brings in hundreds. Hundreds of cars. Yeah, it's we top talk we, about a different breed of people. Yeah, we holy top. fuck. <laughs> and again, I've said yeah. it on this show: the New Hampshire enduro racing is like 
second tier to Formula One. Like these guys <laughs> are it's, serious. It's, no, it's serious, serious shit. guys. I remember when we went to the. The, I think it was Hudson, wasn't it? And they, we're watching that happen. We're, I'm like, these people are dead fucking serious. But they have their own touring series. Oh, yeah, right. The Enduro but it's like, this guy, the, these people are dead serious, but it's also the same guy that has his window net riveted to the outside of his door. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like, it's that orange, what level are we on And right it's that now? orange construction fencing. It's yeah. not even a window net. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's a big race. We topped out, I think it was probably 10 years ago now, for entries we had... 900 entries. Excuse me? For three Enduros. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you put them all? um, Mast Road, uh, 101, New England Dragway. The Turnpike. (laughs) And it was literally a deal where we want to make money. And I said to my father, I'm like, this is just getting crazy. We have to shut this down. And the police came and they shut down the ticket windows. Everything like, not another person comes into this place. And it was... That sounds like crazy. a fire hazard. It, it, there was people in the walkways, like five deep in the walkways, climbing the fences, everything. But Standing room it, only. It's entertaining. You know, we still do the thing where you have a couple laps, take the black flag, and if you don't take the black flag, we stop the race. And flip your car over and with a loader. Flip your car yes. over with a loader. And, yeah, the, only, yeah. We should do, the yeah. only one I've ever been to two years ago was when Buddy got arrested or whatever on the front <laughs> stretch. That was the best thing I've ever seen at any racetrack. That kid was so pissed. Oh, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he lost his $100 car that day. Yeah, he got yeah. so mouthy. And he then got the loader arrested? F- yeah, it, the, he got so mouthy, and then the loader flipped his car over, and he was well. He's like climbing on the loader now to like <laughs> yeah. try to open the door. He was fucking pissed that they were about to destroy his hundred dollar car. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Another it's like, bud. They did yeah. you a favor. They smashed all the glass out of it for you, so you don't have to when you bring it to the scrapyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. No, it's you got to you got to be there. I, I think I usually end up racing that weekend, which is why I haven't. I've never been to a Halloween like, Howler. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why. Come on now. I live too far away to get drunk at these races and then have to find a way home. Well, you shared that post on Facebook this week that yeah. you, you promised you're going to start coming to events. Yeah, I did promise. I do have to stop being Bobby yeah. No Travel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. already thinking of ways to bail out of Martin. All the big time racers enter it. Come on. I will never race an Enduro Griff, again. Griffiths won it. I will never race an Enduro ever again. Look, the, look. the snow Enduro at Oxford was an exception because we went no faster than 17 miles an hour. But I, I raced one enduro type event at Beechridge, and I've never been so fucking scared to be on a racetrack in my life. Hey, Keep in mind, I, I raced super modified, so the <laughs> fastest short track cars in the country. You at least not have scary. belts in that. Not scary. Yeah, <laughs> not afraid <laughs> of that helmet. at all. Enduro car like 1986 fucking Buick with a lap belt and a seat that's falling out of it. No, thank you. Yeah, no, they, I raced a couple of them. Yeah, they're they're not very much fun. I took my father's pickup truck around Beechridge for the the uh, fuck. What do they call it? The uh, Rocker Derby. Yeah, that's the thing I wanted to be and it was scary. Yeah, that was wild. Because they don't care. They do not care how hard they hit you, where (laughs) they hit you, when they hit you. Doesn't fucking matter. Into a a monster (laughs) truck tire. Yeah, Yeah. they don't care. Doesn't matter. And they will leave you there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They'll leave you there. Yeah. No, it's so funny because usually somebody's like pedaling on the outside and just hits a tire by himself and just fucking rolls his truck over while he's leading or something. (laughs) 90% of the time by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah, but mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to Star Speedway. Yeah. Go to Star. Yes. So should we do the? Do we want to play the most horrific game on the internet? Yes. Yeah. All right. Pick some. This pick some out. Fun. Oh, I didn't even. I thought that it, that it was underneath your speaker there. Uh, All right. So, so I, <laughs> no, I don't know if you've great. been listening, but we do the answer the internet segment here <laughs> pretty frequently, and they're usually the most horrendous fucking questions that you can come up with. So, so uh, we'll go. The direction of the racetrack. Okay. I'll ask the question and we'll all go in order. It'd be Bobby, not me, Bobby Weber, Charlie, <laughs> Brad, and I. 
If you saw that one of your friends accidentally posted a dick pic on Snapchat, would you tell him? Oh, fuck. Or no. leave it up. No, I'd fucking share that. <laughs> yeah, you'd screenshot it. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Screenshotting time. it and putting it on Facebook wasn't even an option, but oh, that's what I do. Yeah, every right. time. But oh, look yeah. at this fucking dude. <laughs> right. Especially when it has their username right, right in the top corner. Right. So now uh, Bobby Weber right? can pick one. Yeah. Add insult to injury right. there. Right. If it sucks, you can post it. Or if it's one we've already done. Which I think we might have done that one. I don't think so. I don't think so. There are All right. If every time you finished... Sex, a song played, what would that song be? Pick Up Man by Joe Diffie. I just had sex. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, we Are the Champions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. What's the one by Post Malone? It's like Congratulations or something. <laughs> Might be called Congratulations. Yeah. If I had to guess, I think it is. Congrats on the sex. Just the yeah. national anthem playing. <laughs> just stand up. <laughs> With it like dripping still. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's super dependent on what country you're in at the time. So act I'm, racing. You I'm, go up you go up north. I've never had sex in any other country other than America. Uh, me either. I think. Never even been out of the country, so <laughs> can't say I have. No, that's stupid. Hang on. That was loud. <laughs> Dead, dead air check. <laughs> dead air check. <laughs> Would you kill baby Hitler if it had to be in a very gruesome way? Well, do I know it's Hitler or am I just killing a baby? I would assume so because the picture on the it card, a it's a baby with a Hitler stash on it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, what if it just got some turd on its face? <laughs> yeah. Do another one. Yeah, you need yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. We can't be talking about killing babies. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Get back to the sex questions. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> fucking your sister or something. <laughs> Would you rather... <laughs> what? <laughs> That's always what the what? questions end up being about. Would you rather date a nine with a really annoying voice or a four? The ugly one. Or four. a four. The ugly one. The sexiest <laughs> voice ever. Don't even want to hear the rest of it. Four. Four? All right. I yeah. hate loud bitches, so... Well, uh, how... What? Yeah. Under what context? What does that mouth do? Yeah. <laughs> Besides laugh annoyingly. Oh, my God. Is that Chandler? What? The Friends? Never seen Friends. I never watched Friends. No. What? Show fucking stinks. Oh. Uh, no. Never mind. <laughs> this is going well. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Brad normally pre-screens right, the right, questions right. for us. <laughs> well, I mean, the last one I, I'll read it, but it's pretty fucking stupid. Would you rather switch lives with Tim Tebow if you saw, if you had to follow no, his no. rules yeah. about no, because he was the great to to church. He no. was the greatest college football player of all time, and probably never fucked one time because of it. I'll refrain from the booze and the sex, but I'm not fucking going to church. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> God isn't real. <laughs> no, you would have stopped this title? virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> God isn't real with Bobby Weber Jr. That not, that not that won't be a PR nightmare. No, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Half what I said. These today. fucking today questions are pretty stupid. <laughs> if God was real, he wouldn't have started this virus when we'd been at the racetrack. Next are you just trying to read a weeks? fucking question or what? No, I mean Charlie's picking one for me. This oh, one's fucking. Would you rather have a girl who talked a lot during sex or a girl who went completely silent during it? All these ones I'm picking are pretty fucking. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want a girl talking during it. That's why this is why I screen them. I feel like we've done this. If you were gay for a day, who would you want to bang? Yeah, you've done that one. I think I said yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. You did. not anymore though. Fuck him. Figuratively, <laughs> not literally. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Jared Stidham. Oh, that was yeah, one we've of those, done that. That one. was one of the most fucked up ones we've done. <laughs> your mom and your girlfriend switch bodies, and you had to bang. One. Exactly, that's, that's, the one, <laughs> that's the one. Bobby always talks. That's about. where I joke about. If you had to fuck your mom or your sister, who did you pick? 
Oh, this is actually so. This is going to be wicked embarrassing. Yeah, can't um, wait. <laughs> yeah, can't wait until you hear the question. You're going to know what's about that. What I'm about to say after. Uh, you stay over someone's house, and when you wake up, you realize you pissed their bed. Do you sneak out or tell them? Um, you sneak out. <laughs> Did you do that? That, yes. that happened to him. Yes, <laughs> I was in. I was. I mean, it was before middle. Was that school. when you were the Bradley the White Trash little boy <laughs> wearing a white yep. beater uh, monster T-shirt? Probably call back. Probably yeah. So I was it was either fourth or fifth grade because I was at Manchester School or whatever. And I went over to my buddy's house. I don't know what we we were probably overdosing on fucking Aquafina or whatever. And uh, <laughs> Mountain Dew and Sour Patch. It was kids. definitely actually Mountain Dew. And I think about it because I was wicked white trash. It was probably uh, Mount. No, it was Monster Java. That's what it was. And uh, yeah, I fell asleep. And I don't. I don't think it was one of those like you know I'm I'm gonna go to bed. I think I just like passed out, passed out, and woke up and pissed his bed. And uh, before, like, I think he had, like, a space heater in his room, and, like, he was sleeping, and I had the space heater just, like, holding it in the air. I think I burned my hand. It was just, Such it was a, a whole specific thing. Dude, I was yeah. trying to fucking dry it. I'm not going to tell him I pissed the bed. <laughs> Until he wakes up to the sun in his face. What's <laughs> happening? He had purple sheets. He never ne- never even knew it. Wow. So I didn't know you hung out with Joe Exotic <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Uh, Dude, that show is fucked up. Yeah, that was what we did. Our our first half of this show was was basically just breaking that down. Yeah, we tried to watch that last night. Half an hour later, Jen's like, nope, it's off. (laughs) Do yourself a favor and go finish it. I'm going to. Maybe Tim and I will do it tonight. Tim. Tim. Uh, Tim, would you rather live in a world with only girls or a world with only guys, but you couldn't jerk off? What? (laughs) What? Would you rather... It means you got to bang... Can I not jerk off with the girls or the guys? Would you rather live in a world with only girls, comma, or a world... Okay, the girls. Or a world with only guys, but you couldn't jerk off? You just can't jerk off. Yeah, well, the girls. Because, A, I'm not fucking a dude, and I'm not allowed to jerk off, so the girls. Yeah. Like, that's a no-brainer. What? Yeah. don't ask. That's just what it says. This is okay. what, Did you write that question? Because I'm lashing the, the, out like you did. <laughs> yeah. This is why I didn't read seven questions. All right. If you had, all right. Last one. If you had one free throw, and if you make it, you get a million dollars. But if you miss, you never get to text again. Would you shoot it? Fuck yes. no. Yeah. Yeah. I would just call every time. Yeah. Every time. It'd be one of those right. fucking. Yeah, I could losers. finally justify getting rid of my iPhone so I don't have to listen to all these slap dicks on Facebook telling me how to live my life right now. It, it completely eliminates all group messages, too, yeah. which is those are pretty annoying. Yeah. yeah. The worst. Group yeah. Snapchats. Wait a minute. Well, if I get rid of my phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So, you got anything can, else, Bobby? Can you think of a number 58? Yeah. Uh, Phil Burrell. Driving Walt yep. Littlefield. Yep. Yep. Phil Burrell, J.R. Brill. Never yep. even thought of that. Could be. No, it is. Yeah, could be. Maybe. <laughs> Yellow and blue. Yep. 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 All right. So it's been episode 58. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank we you appreciate it. Yeah. Drove all the way up here for. Yeah, uh, yeah you don't live close to here from, really, yeah. do you? Hour and a half. Topsfield, Mass. It's not bad. Just far enough away to be annoying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tim drove. Good for you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely helps. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you all know, right. we, had, we had to come up and. Sell some fuel. Yeah, people it's essential. Fuel. It's very yeah. essential. Yeah, yeah. need one ten standard Sunoco to. Uh, well, gas stations are essential, right? So you're just a portable yeah, gas it. station. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody sells one ten uh, gas hey, in Maine. It, so. it worked out. Especially he, he especially called for five, five gallons, took a fifty four gallon drum, so worked out good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we'll go get a blank piece of paper and we'll just write uh, "I did BFP" or whatever on it, and with we'll a sign sticker. it. Yeah, we'll sign it, and then we'll just give it to you in case you get pulled over on the way back. There we go. That's the that's cops that will understand. We've, we've been in contact. Nice. Not for that reason. No, no, different. Completely different. 
All right. So, yeah. Uh, Come to Star Speedway at some point this year. Yeah. Yeah, do it. If you don't, then fuck you. Yeah.